Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the House of Learning podcast. Richard, Steve and Angela, we're back with you. Good to be here. Hello. And we stand at the beginning of a new season, a new series, which is really fun. And so we wrapped up going deeper in January. That was awesome. Yeah, which is really good. Loads to think about. And um, yeah, I imagine there might be some new people listening because I want to I big up the podcast on Sunday as we start, right. start a new series. And we're into Habakkuk. And it's going to take us all the way to Easter. Um, it's been a while as a church since we've uh, traveled through an Old Testament book. We did like Acts for a long time. We did Luke. Mm-hmm. That was a, like a long season. We did Thessalonians. So having done, I mean, Luke and Acts are like massive. Those so are pretty big. It's been a few, a good few years since we've really like made our home base somewhere in the Old Testament. So but, but this is kind of we, exciting. We didn't get here just by, you know, sort of flipping the pages and... Landing <laughs> no, on I, that would be awesome. On. Like there's a dartboard in Tim's <laughs> no. office and he just prays and like, yeah. okay, 20, double 20. Okay, that's page 604, Habakkuk. There so, we go. <laughs> so maybe, maybe tell us, you know, um, why maybe... This book at this time in our church and and where God's got our church, where He's moving in our church. How how did yeah. we get to why? And I I, I would say think... the why is really interesting yeah. because it would be interesting to have Tim here actually for yeah. this. But I think it's one of those. There's some sort of uh, inkling, some sort of ideas, you know, praying about it, and then like, okay, I think Jesus wants to, us to do this. Mm. And, and, you know, we that was six to nine months ago. So it was a while ago. And um, I, I think a bit of that, you know, is it's this book that's about, like, how do we follow God when things mm. are hard? Uh, it's bigger than that, but I'll just say, like, some themes around that I think were really poignant. Um, I remember, like, there's, I can't remember who said it, but uh, someone Tim bumped into... Maybe it was in London when they did that little trip mm. last year. But um, someone said, like, yeah, the church is, like, it's always really excited to teach people how to succeed well, mm. but it hasn't taught people how to suffer well. Mm. And I think maybe that was, like, a little prophetic, um, like, moment that, like, got Tim's attention and sort of then, a, a, you know, prayer and just, like, as he's reading through the Bible all the time and stuff, you know, just kind of connected with Habakkuk. But then... Uh, like while we've then been praying and preparing, uh, you know, God fills out more of the, oh, I think I think this might be a thing. I think this mm-hmm. might be a thing. And just seeing like all these moments where things we're facing, Habakkuk's got something to say about. And so it, it's also a, sort of a, a journey of like, ah, it's almost like, you know, God's cleverer than we are and had more reasons than we could even have thought of and got our attention, led us and... So I, I, I can say some of the things, but I bet as we continue to travel yeah, through, there's yeah. going to be even more. So just the whole the whole journey towards Habakkuk has been really fun because I think there's been moments where like a big theme of Habakkuk is, is faith. Mm. Like mm. A, a pivotal sort of verse, like right in the middle, is this like the righteous will live by their faith. Mm. Mm. Um, and we've had some big like faith moments of like, oh my goodness, like, God, what are you doing? What do we do? Like, just like, God, we need you to do something. We need you to show up. We need you to lead us. And actually having Habakkuk coming towards us 
then has provided orientation for us in those moments. And so that's that's been exciting just as a church. But I, I've as I've been praying about it, I've got excited because I think that's something like just engaging us around our faith might be something that God wants mm. to do mm. some work on. But it's 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 that question of like how can you trust God in the context of when it's all going pear shaped or when you've no idea what's going on or when you're upset about what's going on or when you're finding it hard about what's going on. And so, you know, we've come through a season of lots of hard stuff and we're still healing from that. Uh, I, I, I noticed that this week. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, just had a moment of that realization of like, Oh, this thing that's happening to me right now shouldn't be this hard because it's actually something I love, but I'm finding it hard because it's sort of cognitively and emotionally echoing a season which I haven't fully healed from, you know? Uh-huh. So so I, I think there's like deep work God wants to do, but the whole point of Habakkuk is not just to help him, like not just to comfort him, but to also strengthen him for the thing that God wants to do. Mm-hmm. So there's also like a forward looking, yeah, I think God's doing something in our church in Habakkuk or will that's actually going to prepare ground for us to like navigate through challenges um, and for God to be able to do the things he wants to do, which might be things that our perception would make us be like, no, I like I don't think I want to do that. So I think it's going to mm. sort of bring down what could be some future obstacles, um, which, which actually is that's an exciting thing, but also a little scary because you're like, yeah, but like the things that were the obstacles for Habakkuk were like, so we're going to let the Babylonians like invade and displace everyone and like pillage the nation. So <laughs> you know, like what sort of things are we opening ourselves up to here? Yeah. You know. Um, but that's that's part of the that's part of what we need to wrestle through yeah. is is exactly that like is that scary should it be scary in what way should it be scary how do we put the scariness of it in God's big story in a way mm, that mm. we can then make sense of and so yeah it's really it's really interesting but I but I think us being in Habakkuk has a lot to do with God wanting to to build something in us so there's things He can do in the in the seasons ahead. I love that. I love how um, there's so much application in the Old Testament um, for us today as as God's people in our church and coming out of the way you talked about that, like coming out of this this season of hardship. And like as a church, we're still in a difficult season, um, particularly with giving. I mean, God provided right yeah. in the giving, and that was amazing. And um, and we're going to continue to to face challenges. Um, moving forward. And I just love, I do remember Tim saying in one of his sermons, like, you know, how to suffer well as God's people. And Mm. that idea of faith, not if you do the faith journey well, and according to how God is is showing you in his word to have faith, it doesn't mean that everything is going to go easy, easily for you. You, there's a, there it's bumpy and there is suffering in the faith journey and Habakkuk comes right up against that suffering while having faith and then how God uses that in our own faith journey and also to accomplish his will 
amidst the suffering. Yeah. There's mm. lots of like yeah. um, very complicated concepts to unpack. Because yes. it's a um, short book. It is. But some like some the biggest questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All surrounded by faith. Yeah. And so um, let's unpack that a little bit. What do we mean by faith when we say that word? Yeah. Different people th- think of it in a different way and different churches use it in a different way. What does God say and, about faith? And I think it provokes us to th- maybe approach those questions with uh, like fresh eyes. Mm-hmm. Because like mm-hmm. what a gem, mm-hmm. like this little book in the Old Testament. Um, you know, you think about like what some of the challenges facing us being Jesus followers in the culture of America, mm-hmm. right? Like where our cultural values, the paradigm is like, you'll know you're doing the right thing when you have plenty and plenty of comfort and plenty of stuff. And that means you won. And yeah. you're that like, means you're winning. That's what our culture yeah. says. You're yeah. winning. And like, if God wants to do things that actually don't look like that, like, would we be able to navigate it? And, and Habakkuk is like, it's the book. It's, you know, and it's just these few chapters, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's the place to go. And it's it's almost, you know, it's written in this different context, a different historical time about different events. But when you distill the theology from it and mm-hmm. the answers to those mm-hmm. questions, mm-hmm. you're like, man, this could be written to it. Like, we so need this conversation. We need it. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited. I'm just looking through all of like what's to come. Um, faith obstacles, invitation to trust, faith and injustice, God of justice. I'm just reading down like the plan of the eight week series and we'll be unpacking um, some of these concepts in, in the podcast um, as well. Um, so we're looking forward to doing that. Yeah, actually that's let, let's take a little sidebar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we've uh, podcast, we had a bit of a break and then we did a few things during going deeper mm-hmm. and um and we may sprinkle in i haven't told you guys this we may sprinkle in like a few extra things of uh, like little conversations uh, like okay. i was talking to um do you know or have you heard of uh josh uh, joshua ryan butler josh butler so he's written a few books um really fun guy but he's just uh written a book about like jesus and politics ah. and in in this year yeah, you know yeah, yeah. i'm like oh yeah that would be like <coughs> That'd be an awesome like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. little side conversations we can have about mm-hmm. things. So we'll do some stuff like that. But along with Habakkuk, we're going to be in a rhythm of like we can't talk about everything on a Sunday. And sometimes there's like really big things that come up. Like here's a trailer for next week. Uh, mm-hmm. Or is it the week after? But as, as we, I think it's next week talking a bit about lament yeah that's like because Habakkuk's conversation with God is in the form of a lament yeah and lament something we don't do very well and we'll talk about it on Sunday Mm -hmm. but it's such an important part of the toolkit of like the the ways we can interact with God we're going to take time on the podcast to be like okay so how do we do it yeah let's spend more time talking about how we do it so there's going to be stuff like that um Mm -hmm. along Habakkuk on the Mm -hmm. podcast so it's going to be really exciting and I would invite you, and I, we've we've put this invitation out there multiple times, but maybe like you're listening to something, you're like, oh, but what about this? Maybe there's a question on Sunday. It's like, oh, I wish we talked about that. Talk, like, tell us. Like, collar us in the foyer and be like, you should talk about this. Because you know what? If you ask, we probably will. Yeah, And absolutely. so we'd like, let we us know the requests. questions and things that are coming up. 
And, you know, I would encourage you to go beyond that even because discuss these things together with a community and in your community group um, and with others, like wrestle with these things Mm -hmm. together. I think it feels like this is that moment where like God's drawing us so like wants to draw us deeper into community. And so we've gone through that going deeper series, but now let's wrestle with, these are some real things that we're going to have in front Mm -hmm. of us. And so come find us, but also wrestle within your community group. And if you're not in one, come find us and we'll help get you. Yeah. Yeah. Or come to one of the pop-ups. That's right. Because actually you guys are going to join probably quite a lot of them as well. Nicole and I will be there. Like Tim's going to come to a few. Sweet. I think Shelby's going to try to come to one or two as well, um, just around the city. Yeah. So if you don't have community, uh, it's not like, well, I I guess well, I'll go through Habakkuk yeah. and never never get to talk to anyone. Like, no, come to a pop up yeah. and then you can get a little slice of that. Yeah. So they should be really fun. Mm. So back so back to your question. Sidebar yes. over. Faith. That's okay. Right? Good overview. So f- so yeah, if we're going to have a talk about faith, mm-hmm. there's all these different ways we use the word and we should clarify, right? Mm -hmm. Because I'm thinking like you could say like, oh yeah, I'm a person of faith. What do I mean? Like Mm, I could mean mm. like I'm, I have a generally hopeful disposition. Mm. Could mean that, right? Uh, Like, oh yeah, I I, like, I am a person of faith. Uh, Like I believe in spiritual things. I'm a kind of spiritual person or I'm even maybe a, a religious person, you know? Uh, I could say, like, I'm a person of faith, the Christian faith. Mm-hmm. I could mean, like, yeah, I, I subscribe to Christian values. Like, I think the Bible, like, it, it teaches some some really good and right things, mm-hmm. you know? I, I could even say, like, uh, I'm a person of faith. Like, yeah, I'm going to heaven. Like, when I was at youth camp, when I was 18, like, I prayed for Jesus to save me. Mm-hmm. So I put my faith in Jesus to save me and forgive me of my sins and that I would go to heaven. Like uh, there, there's probably more, Yeah, but I'm just, yeah, as they occur to me and, and there's, well, are there e- any other like important it, ones you can think I, of? I, I like, think in here is, um, and, and maybe, uh, if I think about this, I just scan through the book a, a, a little bit, but this is, um, a call to like, uh, you know, when we're, cause a lot of what he's facing here is like, gosh, is is God, why are you doing these things? And the answer is very unexpected. And so he's got to move in a direction. He's got to take steps. Um, but with uh, an, an, a trusting element. Yeah, uh, that trust part. Yeah, and so It makes me think as well, trust. like I wonder if we could come up with like a new definition and it'll probably not be as good as like some of the well-trodden mm-hmm. definitions. Yeah. But I think the trust part is huge. Yeah. And then we like let's continue to work that bit a bit. But the other part uh, at the Holy Spirit conference that mm-hmm. a lot of people mm-hmm. went to this weekend, mm-hmm. one of the guys, uh, one of the things he said that I was like, oh, actually, that's really good. Like mm-hmm. I really like that. Um, he said, faith is trying, mm-hmm. and he didn't mean faith is just trying, because if you just if you think that, then you're conflating yeah. faith with optimism mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. recklessness, mm-hmm. right? But it's faith is the kind of trying that's like, because God, I'll try this. Yeah. So there's a doing, there's like an activeness yeah. to faith as well. Um, and it's, but it's that the doing, it's really easy to think of the trying as like, 
I'm going to step out and start a nonprofit, you know, like external trying. Mm-hmm. But I think some of it is also like the internal, like we experience things differently because of faith. Mm. Mm. It gives us a different framework for processing things. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a tr- I'm going to try to feel differently in this situation in terms of like, like be joyful or, you know, something like that. Right. But it's like, I'm going to try to engage and there's the try part, yeah. my trust in God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like my trusting who God is and my expectations of the God I trust in mean that actually the way I've been thinking about that is like it's not a whole story. Or how I'm feeling about that is like uh, my, my emotional reaction is to like part of what's going on, but there's a part of it I've not even engaged with. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's so there's something about like activeness and yeah. faith that I think is really important but the, it's the trust part like joining the try up with the trust and they were both T words so yeah. I was like okay here we go I, I've, <laughs> I've uh, preachers love words with the same same letter <laughs> I've heard you know various kind of analogies in this you know around a chair or something in this story of uh, um, this I, I forget back in the, well, I'll, I'll just keep it short, but it's, you know, almost like, do you have faith that that chair is going to hold you up? Yeah. It's not really faith until you sit in it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that act of sitting in it is that, and so this faith being a verb and, and doing something, there's there's an action associated with yeah. it. Um, uh, ina- uh, what I What did you say earlier, this engaging our trust in God. Yeah. And that's like, I think key, like faith means that there's an object to the faith. You have faith in something. In that case, your analogy, Mm. you had faith in the maker of that chair to do a good job. So it would hold you up. Faith as we're talking about it is, I mean, is this implied or we just doing, do we need to outright say it? Faith in God, trusting in God. Oftentimes we just, we hear the phrase in our culture, I have faith in myself. I can get this done. Yeah. You know, so you can have faith in anything, really. Um, and, mm. there's and there's a delineation the trust part there. again, because mm-hmm. I, I think there's also a difference between trusting in God and trusting that God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think there's mm-hmm. lots of people mm-hmm. who like fill out like national surveys and put and they tick the Christian box because yeah. they've got faith that God. And they're sort of living a life where it's like, yeah, I kind of go about my daily business and I believe in like a higher power and I just believe God's like looking out for me. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. that's faith kind of that there is a God and that God's maybe doing something. But faith in God mm-hmm. is actually just, be, it, it, it's like so there's something about knowing God and who he is and the story and it's relational that leads to like, yeah, I'm going about like my daily life, my daily business and there might be something God wants to do. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and 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 knowing like his character and his story and what he said and and how he's interacted with me and as I interact with him, it creates a space for something different to happen. Mm-hmm. And that's like sometimes we say uh, like the, we have these phrases like oh yeah that's like a faith endeavor. And like what's the difference between a faith endeavor and a normal endeavor? Because mm-hmm. in a way, like if you're walking with Jesus, all your endeavors can be faith endeavors. 
mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm going to like, I'm going to cook dinner tonight and I can do it as worship unto the Lord. Yeah, I can just enjoy the creativity and God's provision. I can like, I can interact with God around it. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's awesome. But there's a little twist sometimes of, yeah, but what if God wants me to like cook double and take somewhere around to my neighbors because I'm being led by the spirit to do it and I had no idea they were in need. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So yeah. faith. So there's there's this little twist of like faith. It's trusting in a God, who you, part of what you trust about Him is that He knows stuff you don't know, and He wants to do stuff you hasn't you haven't even thought of, mm-hmm. and He wants to do it with you. He's He's like He's looking for partners. He's looking to like show His glory and restore the earth yeah. and like all the storyline stuff, and He's actually maybe calling us to get involved. Because that's, that's like the little twist of like the unknown because the chair thing's interesting, yeah. right? Um, it, there is that element of like, is it trust? Yeah, if, if I said, yeah, I, tr- I trust the chair maker yeah. and you were like, well, sit on the chair. It's like, no, I don't want to. Yeah. We're like, what do you mean you don't want to? Like, I'll give you, I'll give you 50 bucks. And we're like, right. no, I'm not sitting on the chair. You'd be like, well, I don't, like, I'm starting to get that you don't trust, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know what chairs are. We have a box for a chair mm-hmm. and like we, we, we can wrap our head around what chairs are for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. summer faith is like what if god came up and we'd never seen a chair before and, and god was like sit on this yeah yeah you were like what's sitting it's like yeah. we'll do this I'm like okay but like what's that oh it's called a chair i don't understand it's okay though but trust me here's what i want to do would you sit on the chair yeah, right that's good. that's the so there's good. like this twist on it yeah and it's not that faith can operate in the known but it can also operate in the unknown. Yeah. But I think the faith that's operating in the known, that's really like the biblical paradigm of faith, mm-hmm. shares some of the qualities of the unexpected faith as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and I think we get used to operating with a lesser, more like beige mm-hmm. version of faith in our everyday life. Well, isn't it? It's, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm keep seeing different aspects of this and even this chair analogy and because that you know if god were to do it you know do i sit on the chair based on because i have a certain understanding of physics and how physics work and i know yeah that sort i of figured thing. it out I, 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 but, but yeah and so i have confidence in that mm-hmm. in the same way even in some unknowns do i have confidence in who god is to like, do I have that same assurance so that now I can act and engage yeah. that of like, no, it is because God says I should do this and he does know more things, you know, than I do. And so I can trust that what he's calling to is somehow for, for my good, his glory to go yeah. and act in this because of who he is. Not It's not necessarily the, the thing, but like my certainty of the character of God, just like my certainty of the laws of physics sitting yeah. down. So yeah. so then that leads me into thinking like, so with faith, if faith is trusting in, in trusting in God and trusting in the character of God, is my faith dependent on how much I know about God? Is there a point at which I'm only going to trust God if I if I can know him fully mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and I'm convinced finally 
I trust mm-hmm. him because mm-hmm. I get I, I I have whatever whatever criteria I I put on myself for knowing God this much then I'm gonna then I will only then will I have faith and um in when he asks me to do the unexpected thing mm-hmm. um and so that's I think something that we can wrestle with there's um he'll put something in our life that is so backwards he'll take that chair everything we know about it turn it upside down and go now go surfing <laughs> you know, and well, where's the ocean? Oh, I made one. It's right outside. You know, he'll do something yeah. like that. And will I stop and go, I trusted you when it was a chair, but now I don't because I don't know that much about mm-hmm. the the ocean you made outside. You know, so I don't know. That's a that's something that I think we can wrestle with in our faith. It's like, is it up to a point or is it all in? Yeah. Well, I mean, why does Habakkuk ask God a question? Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. because he's like, well, I thought I knew everything about you and what you were doing, and I don't understand, mm. and I'm upset about it. You know, it's what God do. Well, like, tough. Like, zip it and get on with it, Habakkuk. Like, <laughs> no whining. You know, like that's it's not what happens. You know, God then like takes him on a journey of helping Habakkuk's understanding of who God is and what He's up to mm-hmm. grow. And, and this happens like over and over again. Like the amount of times where God does something and asks someone to trust them and when they've got a question, he says like, no, you just need to do it. Mm-hmm. Like I can't even think of one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I can think of loads of examples like David, Gideon, Samson, Moses, Aaron, like over and, o- like over, and over again, Peter, Paul even. Mm-hmm. has quite, Yeah, like even... Even uh, like Jesus in Gethsemane wrestled with like, wow, I don't feel this, but God, you want to do this. Mm-hmm. 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 Like to, to try to get ourselves around this knowledge. Mm-hmm. Like it seems to be a thing God wants to do. So that's another kind of like quality of faith. People talk about blind, is blind faith the best faith? Right. And it's like, Maybe it is. Maybe, maybe there's something really absolute. Mm. You know, like if I never knew what a chair was and I trusted Steve, I was like, I'll do it. Maybe maybe you're like, there's an invisible chair there. Like, just sit down. I'm like, nah. But like, I trusted you and I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it. You know, <laughs> like that kind of blind faith. But there is an absolute quality mm. of like mm. submission and trust, which mm-hmm. is really beautiful. Beautiful. And I think thinking about blind faith maybe helps us engage, like, could I do that? And and that maybe depends on not qualities of understanding the situation, mm-hmm. but qualities of understanding, like, Steve doesn't want me to, like, fall over and hurt my back. You know, yeah, he's not yeah. mean. Like, you know, mm-hmm. things I know about the relationship. Right. But God doesn't actually operate in that zone very much. Yeah. God, God reveals who he is, but he also, like, he's so ready to help us understand and build, use this word a moment ago, the assurance. Yeah. Yeah, such yeah. grace I, in I that. mean, even in that example you're talking about, it's, uh, and maybe it's just, I don't know, for, for me, when I hear that, like, I'd push back a little bit on the blind faith thing, because even in your example, you said, but I know Steve. Yeah, so it's not totally you know, blind. So it's not blind. You're still doing it based yeah. on what you do know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where, um, you know, when it comes to that, 
what we, what do we know about who God is when He's stretching us? Yeah. And I mean, I, I loved where you were going. This notion of a, uh, you know, He doesn't answer Habakkuk like that. Just do he, it, yeah. he doesn't say just. Yeah, Whatever. otherwise the book would be really short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, it's he's taking him on this journey of, and it seems like actually exercising the the aspect of faith he had actually developed more faith, you know, mm-hmm. and then as he steps forward, and it's through that process he's growing and um just uh, strengthening and reinforcing and, and building new dimensions into his faith. And, yeah. and maybe, and, and he does that for us as well. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. reminding me, I mean, you mentioned this when we were just mm. chatting before we recorded, yeah. like the book of Job. Oh, yeah. Which, if you've never read, like we kind of joke because it, it's a depressing read. It's like a lot of suffering yeah. stuff and wrestling stuff. But Job goes on this journey. Yeah of like having something happen that he didn't ex- he didn't expect and it kind of threw him and the twist on it is he's got these idiot friends who keep telling him the wrong answers to the mm-hmm. questions and God's trying to get through to him but the beautiful thing at the end of the book when Job's like has his aha moment and he explains what the yeah. aha is but he says at the end my ears had heard of you but now my eyes have seen you. Mm-hmm. So there's that like movement of like, well, I kind of knew about you, but now I know you more intimately. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting because it's not just I know more, but like qualitatively as well as quantitatively, yeah. my, my relationship with you has, has deepened. Yeah. And so this knowledge of God that you talked about, Angela, it has a, there's like, there can be more content to our knowledge of God. But I would say in terms of this trust yeah. word, like if you've kind of got a vague sense, you can trust God, you can lean on him, like you can respond when he says stuff. You could then grow like massive knowledge of God. You could become a Bible nerd and you could like listen to all the stories about God. You could observe everything God's doing. You could study church history. You could do all this stuff and that's going to help. But it's it's going to be limited in its helpfulness if you don't also grow in like knowing God, like mm-hmm. the kind of relational, mm-hmm. like, and and all of the all of the things about God I've learned have been situated in like relational interaction. Like, you know, if it's that like you can trust God prov- for provision, you know, and you and you're sort of saying to yourself like, I, I just need to trust God to provide here. Does it have relational equity, mm-hmm. or is it just mm-hmm. like an abstract claim that you're hoping? you know, yeah. will, will happen. It's, so there's these different, yeah, the layers. word no, there's yes. these layers too. Well, I um, I think of it as you're talking about that, it's uh, this, because I've been really, I've been in a different study and just talking about these things that Jesus knows and, and we know, and, and, uh, and the word, how that word no comes up so often. And um, there's not just an informational thing, there's an experiential and there's a relational knowledge that's uh, that's all tied up in that word and um, like I could tell you, um, uh, I mean, G- what, what's Jesus say? Very simply, just come and see, come and taste what's good. And I could tell you how good honey is, and you could know that in your and read mind about and it. read Learn. about it and learn about it, but. 
like really you're not going to know what honey's like until you taste it mm-hmm. um, and experience yeah. it. Well, and you're saying that, and I'm thinking of that verse in Psalms, taste and see that yeah. the Lord is good. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so again, God's attitude is one of actually inviting us to ask questions, to yeah. experience, to... And, and it's funny because that's, that's very meta because yeah. that's like the trying we need to do yeah. to enable us to do more trying. Yeah. And there's even faith in tasting, mm-hmm. right? If you hold out honey and yeah. I'm like, oh, is yeah. it really, like, what is it? What are you giving me? Yeah. Yeah. Like there has to be some trust in, <laughs> yeah. in tasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then just the other layer is, um, does faith come from us or does it come from mm-hmm. God? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, I mean. How do we get it? It's I one, want more. It's one of those like mm-hmm. things the spirit does. Mm-hmm. in Romans and Corinthians is yeah. give faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, what's going on there? Does, and like, then does our faith happen to us? Are we passive? Uh-huh. Or, right, right. Yeah. So uh, here's, here's a, an analogy with this is prophecy. Okay. So prophecy is on that list, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we are really, I think, when, when maybe we've just, th- we think differently about that one. It's be easier for us to conceptualize, like, is prophecy something God does? Yeah, like there's no way saying, like speaking something that God knows and has insight to out, like over someone is something I could conjure up on my own. Mm -hmm. So its source is God. But Paul talks about like, yeah, but like the words of the prophet, like are subject to the prophet. So like how Mm -hmm. you deliver it and when you deliver it and how you pass to people through that thing God's given you to deliver there's a unus mm. to it as well. Mm. There's partnership mm-hmm. in yeah. prophecy. Even like uh, talking about, I mean, it's similar to prophecy, but like <clears throat> the the production of the scriptures. Like Peter says, like these holy men were carried along by the Holy Spirit. But you know what? Like they were carried along by the same spirit. But I tell you what, like Luke sounds a lot like Luke and Paul sounds a lot like Paul. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Luke like shares a lot of like Luke's stories and Paul shares a lot of his stories and how God worked in his mm, experiences. Mm. And, uh, and I think when we sort of include that idea then around faith, it's like, oh, yeah, so my that and I think it's like all these different layers, like my ability to have like a reality about who God is, what he's like or what he wants to do be situated not as an abstract idea, idea but like in relational connection. Mm, mm. Yeah, I can't. I I can't sit here and just be like and just like conjure that. <laughs> yeah, like God yeah, yeah. has to come and interact with me. Mm-hmm. But I and I have to interact like it's not going to happen unless God does something. Yeah. So is God like on the move in our lives trying to like interact and get our attention and show us things and teach like yeah like the absolutely faith, pr- faith production is a work of the spirit mm-hmm. but is there also like a moment where we're like you know like we know like sitting on the chair is is the right thing but yeah. we're shaking yeah. and, we're, and we just need like where's the emotional resource to like in my uh sort of fractured divided mind and heart where like there's a part of my soul that says sit down on the chair and there's a part of my soul that's just going ah (laughs) like where's the emotional and cognitive resource that helps lift Mm. me into one or the other Mm -hmm. does the spirit provide the resources to like 
for faith to then operate gently like, yeah. yes but is does the holy spirit come along and just like you know like steve why are you sat in a chair like yeah. what are you doing i don't know like i walked in the room to pick up a book and i just found myself here <laughs> like i don't think that's what it's talking right. about no, it's a particip- it's a partnership and requires our participation mm. and um and it there's so much about this that's a mystery too i mean we don't have it all figured out and we experience faith as a gift how we choose to exercise it in the time in the place and the way we live and in the circumstances well that's all guided by the holy spirit but our free will is still there mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um and so how is this how does this all tie back to to um to to living a life of faith and trusting and yeah and i know you wanted to talk about like this unexpected these unexpected moments it's easy to trust god when everything's expected um it's hard when there's these curveballs um such as suffering Mm. um such as trials yeah and I, i think it relates as well to this uh words that have come up uh, which come from Hebrews, mm. which talks about faith. Of you said uh, earlier, like assurance, right, and confidence, mm-hmm. 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 and it's just interesting that that's that uh, like another with these qualities of faith, like um, how much assurance do we need to like operate faith to allow faith to be like a muscle that changes how we experience something or what we do or how we're thinking about something, you know, um, because it there's a lot of, I mean, we, we, like we've, we've talked about God teaching us so we can trust and know mm-hmm, that we trust. Mm-hmm. But do we, do we need God to be like, this is what a chair is. This is how a chair works. Like I'm going to get your assurance to 100%. And then you're not actually doing the unexpected. You're just doing the known that I've shown you. Mm-hmm. And God is building that. Like I was thinking about, um, like uh, the book of First John is structured in this like repeating steps through this process of like God is, you know, so you can have assurance, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this like journey of Walks assurance. So God's through. definitely building it, but is what we can do limited by what we know? So that's like the that's the reverse of this question, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, can um, I don't know? Like, the example here would be like uh, Steve. You know, I know he's not really mean. Okay, so I don't think he wants to hurt me, but I don't know whether Steve can make invisible chairs. Mm-hmm. So, I, so my assurance is incomplete, but is one of the things I know able to create room for me to try something and i and this is maybe another important aspect of faith is that um there is not all the time because sometimes faith is like it's a familiar like god's doing the same thing in our life over and over and it's it's comfortable and known Mm -hmm. and it's a way of operating in life that we we've inhabited for a while um but even then maybe it's just we've got used to this factor of risk but then sometimes it is like, it is risky. Like I'm cooking dinner and I'm going to go around and knock on my neighbor's door and just be like, I thought you might want some food. 
mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, that could be a blessing or it could be totally weird. Yeah. Right. And uh, and there is this element and, and you see it over and over again in scriptures as well. I mean, like talk about Jesus, Jesus in Gethsemane. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, I don't like my, my body, my humanness, my physicality does not want to go die on a cross, God. And everything in my body is, is having a reaction. It's like I'm having a panic attack mm-hmm. and all these other things. Like neurophysiologically, my body is saying no. And I'm trying to engage with that part of me that knows the Father is good and will save me. Like the all the Psalms mm-hmm. that are like Psalms that reflect the cross of like I have assurance yeah. that my Father will save me. Um, and you know, there's there's risk in it. Mm-hmm. It there's there's something almost sacrificial about faith, where it can involve. I so I guess this is like two aspects of this like unexpectedness or this risk. One is like the the sacrificial nature of like I'm I'm gonna see if God actually does this, mm-hmm. um, and. It's gonna. I'm gonna sacrifice maybe being comfortable or being peaceful about it, or looking silly, or maybe having something else I would have wanted, or you know, like things like that. So that there can be risk in stepping into a into an unknown uh, sort of <laughs> circumstance. But sometimes the unknown is like I like I didn't know God did that, but I tried mm-hmm. it and I was willing to to see. But I had like I had I, I didn't actually know God was like that. And sometimes faith and our knowledge of God in one area. And and this is where like his love, because this is the thing in first John. Like what's the what's the engine of like so God's gonna show you and your assurance mm-hmm. is gonna grow and he's gonna show you and your assurance is like that he loves you, that he mm-hmm. loves you mm-hmm. and he loves you. Like that is the thing that allows that room to grow. Uh, I feel like I'm talking kind of abstractly. Here's like an here's an example of this, like moving into a like I didn't know God did that. Like as a new Christian, I think I've told the story before. It was just like a comedy uh-huh. moment, but a profound moment. You know, I just been reading my Bible. You know, it's like oh, this is all the stuff God does. Like cool. Um, and like we're in the car traveling with some like new church friends I'd made, and it, it is like a rainstorm. And you're on the motorway, and you know, it's a highway, sorry, and it's like abysmal. And the person driving is like, "Oh, this is so dangerous. I hate this." I was like, "Oh, well, we can just we can pray God stops the rain." Like I just read about this. Jesus, mm-hmm. stop the rain, uh-huh. and the sun came out <laughs> immediately. I love it. You know, I was like, I didn't know. I, I just like, oh, well, let's try it. You know, uh-huh. like it's not like I was like, oh, man, like God's shown me and convicted me. And like I've been wrestling with it and people have prophesied over me. And like there was this prayer meeting and someone said, Richard, you're going <laughs> to stop the rain. And, you know, like, It was just like a really naive, but like I'm kind of excited about Jesus. Uh, and I think yeah. he's good. And I think he actually does some amazing stuff. And mm-hmm. like maybe he'll do this. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And so sometimes a faith is like. There's some th- we ha- it's not blind, but there's a maybeness to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? An adventure, yes, almost, yeah. yeah. Um, oh. But it's an adventure, not a like, uh, like a spooky. Uh, what do they call it At the, when you go to the fair and you're on the, the, the ghost house train, kind of haunted thing. house? Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not like oh man, some really like crazy things are gonna h- come out and scare you. But it is that like, well, you know, I've 
I've learned to climb. Maybe I, maybe I could abseil down that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it, it just like getting us moving at like a little mm-hmm, step mm-hmm. into the unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Well, let me, uh, so we've been talking a lot about faith, but maybe just could you give us a like uh, sort of a thirty thousand foot view? Like, but why faith in this? Like, what? Why do you? Yes. Yeah, so let's how, how do you back see to Habakkuk. faith in Habakkuk? Yeah. And why is that a central thing? This what, is what's great. going on? We're going to let the cat out of the bag because yeah. this is basically this is the next <laughs> yeah. set of weeks for us, yes. right? But it's really interesting. Uh, and actually, if you want to get a, a great picture of this, go watch the Bible Project video uh, on Habakkuk, mm-hmm. which is awesome. But Habakkuk's facing a set of circumstances that he, he didn't think he was going to mm. face. And so he's like, God, are you like, uh, almost like, God, like, where are you? Like, mm-hmm. dude, have you, like, have you seen what's happening? You know, um, and what he needed to come to realize was that things can look like this. And he can have assurance because he can believe, he can have faith, God's up to something. Mm. And not blind faith that God's up to something. God told him what he was up to. And then as he trusts that God is doing something and God's doing what he says, he's able to reignite rather than going from like, I have no hope because I I think God might have left the building to all the circumstances are the same but I have hope because my trust in God now is like, is activated in how I'm processing the circumstances, how I'm navigating through the circumstances. And so Habakkuk goes from lamenting to worshiping, which actually are not as far apart as you would think, but it is, it's a change of posture towards God and towards his circumstances. And I, and I think that's one of the, like we focused on the, like how what we do and how we experience things can be different because of faith. But I would say in terms of Habakkuk, like what's the quality that's different from the beginning to the end of his journey? Yeah. And I would say it's hope. It's a lens that he 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 adopts. Yeah, because he doesn't actually see God do some different stuff. And the stuff. circumstances yeah. are the same yeah. yet. It's everything well, is different. It, and it's even, everything. But he has hope that it will be mm-hmm, different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Everything's different in the way and he, the ho- he views it. But then the hope does change yeah. how he's experiencing yeah. things. Yep. Yeah. But um but that that uh, a tangible hope that's really making a difference to him mm-hmm. is is what he grows in. And I would think if you're if you're a reader here for the in, in this time reading this, like, I, I love what you said about this transition from where he was to where he is and where he ends. He goes from lament to hope. But you'd go, how does that possibly happen? Because God's message to him is is basically, he goes, yeah, I see what's going on, and I'm going to do something, and you're going to be blown away. It's so different than you would expect, to which uh, an you might go, it seems like a reaction would be, oh, now I'm further depressed. But he goes to hope from this, you know, what God's going to do. God's saying he's going to do some tough things. And, yeah, and that's really yeah. important. It's not hope that, like, oh, it won't be hard. It's yeah. hope that, like, oh, it's going to be hard, but it's what God's doing, 
and it's good and God will be with me through it. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Hope is not like we never have valleys to go through. Yeah, it's not. Hope is that God will be with us in the valleys and God will like guide and direct the valleys. Yeah. It's so unexpected because God's answer is, uh, it's going to be, it, it, his answer wasn't like, oh yeah, I'm going to make it easy. I'll take care of that easily. And, and mm-hmm. you're going to be happy and, you, you know, um, and life's going to be, you know, all roses, <laughs> you yeah. know, right, right away and simple um, uh, and just carefree. You know, I've got that knowledge. No, it's quite the opposite. Um, and yet it's, I don't know, it just, it amazes me that as, that that's where he ends up coming through this. And, yeah. and I think there's a lot to learn. I, I know I could learn a lot when I don't get the answer that I, you know, want. And when I'm praying for something, if the answer's going to be, you know, my circumstances don't just go away here for him. Yeah. So mm. many th- great things we're going to be unpacking in the coming weeks. We're going to keep mm. having these kinds of questions, and um, God's going to reveal hope to us yeah. through it as well. What are we hoping uh, at the end? Like if you were sitting here and in eight weeks we're, we're done going through this book. Um, yeah, like what's, what's our, our difference? Uh, yeah, what's our yeah. difference? Our and this is interesting because yeah. I think if we're faithful to Scripture, there's something about what God's trying to say where we should get some it'll be translated into our context, but something that's the same as what Habakkuk had. Yeah. And so I, I, I think there'll be a twist on it. There'll be like an application that's specific to us mm. and specific to our church and specific to our time. Mm. But I think uh, we all have hope and the things we're going through personally and the things our city's going mm. through and like things like that, we're going to be able to navigate them differently. And we're going to be able to like recontextualize them because God's actually not going to just give us this vague sense of hope, which is still a good yeah. thing. Yeah, you know, almost like who someone, you know, if you're going through a hard time, someone just says, it'll all be okay. We're like, and maybe it will, like, because God. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's comforting, but it's not as comforting as like, it's going to be okay because God sent me around to bring you guys some food. And now that I like, we want to invite you guys over. We didn't realize you were struggling, you know? And, and it's like, I think God's going to use our hope and faith so that not, it's not like we will then be able to survive life, mm. but actually it's going to create space for life to, to grow. Mm. And that's the, yeah, the, like the two sides yeah. almost of the same coin, I think that could happen. Yeah, that mentality of like, if our goal is just to get by and just to survive um, at the end, understand that God is good, that's, that's just putting, putting the, putting the opportunity that we have before us in, in just a small box. Um, Yeah. This God Mm -hmm. wants to blow it up and, and show us, yes, I'm giving you this hope and you are going to be okay, and it is going to. It is well with your soul, and there is so much more to yeah. have this amazing mm. partnership yeah. with him in in bringing this hope to others through practical ways, spiritual ways, um, fulfilling ways for us and them. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. And we'll probably talk about this next week. I think the other thing is God's going to teach us what's lament worthy. Yeah. Because there's a difference between oh. lament based on God, you said you were going to do this, and something close to lament that's more like, I don't like this. Because mm-hmm. it's funny when, when you were yeah. talking before about, um, yeah, just like our experience and like it's going to be hard. And I, I just remember, you remember the song uh, that's like, letting the days go by, letting the yeah, keep singing. I have no idea. <laughs> but it's, it's got it's got these lyrics like in the verse. It's like the guy's like, um, "Where is my large automobile? This isn't my oh, beautiful yeah. house. This yeah. isn't my oh, beautiful oh, wife." Talking, talking, talking heads and heads. the days go by. Yeah, for those, and the days go by. Okay, and the and, days. Uh, you know, yeah. and it, all those lines, and it's like, yeah, because um, one of the things about Habakkuk is his paradigm of this isn't what I expected was not shaped by the talking heads. Yes. His paradigm was shaped by a biblical meta-narrative mm. about what God's plan for creation was and how he would use his people. Yeah. And so that's, I think, one of the things that God will do is, is he'll... And this is the constant thing God always has to be teaching us. In a culture, we get affected by it. So God's constantly having to fight that battle within us to be like, no, no, it's not that, it's this. Come back to the story. Come back to the st- like inhabit His story. this story. This is the real story. That's the counterfeit story. Yeah. Um, like, and if you if you got the counterfeit story, you will ask those questions like, where's my large automobile? Where's yeah, my? Yeah. You know, you're like you're you'll ask the wrong questions and look for the wrong things, and what would count as hope would be the wrong thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And so I think. I, that that's sort of like a meta thing, mm, but I mm. think we'll we'll pick up on like why the things that Habakkuk cares about are things that are worth us caring about, and I think that'll like draw us into God's story more as well. Mm, that's good to look out for. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to it. It's well, that's yeah. It's been a long chat. I thought like oh, we'll just like intro Habakkuk a little bit and talk about faith. That won't take long. But yeah, faith's kind of a big question. So and that intros took a bit are hard. They're so like <laughs> general. So yeah. here we are. But that was a great chat. There's like some little uh, examples and insights into faith there I I'd not really thought about before. So that was really mm-hmm. fun. So I hope you listening, that's like got you thinking. And um yeah, you have some like good chat with people in community as we start to explore these things. And yeah, we're looking forward to the series and what's God what God's gonna do. So we'll catch you next time. Okay. Awesome. Thank you.